Hey everybody, thank you for joining us for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. My name is Gabriel. Today I want us to look at a, a verse here in Genesis chapter 24, verse 26. Now, the, the bigger context here of this story is, so we've been talking about God's promises to Abram, to Abraham, to Sarah's wife, that they would have a child, this child, the child of promise named Isaac. And so in Genesis 21, Isaac is born to them. Abraham is a 100 years old. Phenomenal. And then in 22, a very crazy, kind of wild story, God says, Abraham, Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your son Isaac in order to test Abraham. Who did he love more? The gifts from God or the giver, God himself. Abraham obeys God. And obviously God provides a sacrifice, not Isaac, right? A ram caught in the thicket and a picture pointing ahead of how God is going to provide a sacrifice for us. Now that Sarah dies in chapter 23, I believe, yeah, Genesis 23, and just, a, man, a great uh, a show of respect for the dead. We have a lot to learn from that. And in 24, as Abraham and Isaac, they're grieving, but Abraham's also, you know, preparing for his son. And so he wants his son to not marry one of the local women who may take his heart away from Yahweh, but he has his, his servant go and find a wife for Isaac from his uh, homeland, his kindred. And so this is how we learn about Rebekah. So Isaac is going to marry Rebekah. So Abraham's servant goes, and along the way he's praying. He's, uh, Lord, let it be thus. And so he kind of puts this scenario before the Lord about, uh, let me ask somebody for water and let this young lady then not only offer me a drink, but then give water to my camels and let this woman, Lord, let her be the one you have for my son Isaac. And in God's great goodness, His providence and His mercy, this happens when Rebecca comes. She does these things. And so from this story, I want to encourage you and me, one, to trust the Lord. Trust Him enough uh, in the circumstances He's put together. Trust Him to pray and uh, to pray. And when He answers your prayers, respond with gratitude and thanksgiving and worship. That's what happens here as we see after Rebecca responds in this way, as this man had prayed to the Lord, she responds in this manner and he's watching to observe, is this, is this the girl or not? Is this the girl or not? In verse 26, just after she uh, does this for him and then tells him who she belongs to, the servant says this. I'm sorry, the, Moses says this of the servant. The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in the way to the house of my master's kinsman. And so, I mean, just a number of verses kind of on mine, but commit your way to the Lord and your plans will succeed, right? Trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. God will direct you. And when God, when you pray, you seek the Lord and He answers, He honors, um, just whatever. I think too many times we pray for things, things happen, don't happen, they happen so much later that we don't give God thanks and worship. And so I want to encourage you to maybe just take a little journal. What, what have I asked the Lord for in, lately? And what things have, has, has He done? And have I said thank you? Right in, what, in Romans chapter 1, what is one of the biggest charges Paul puts against uh, hum, sinful humanity? 
they did not give thanks to him as God. So I encourage you to be like Abraham's servant, to, to bow your head, to worship, to give thanks, because the Lord causes all things to work together for your good and his glory. He is deserving of worship, adoration, thanksgiving, and praise. God bless you today.